Owie. Owie. No, yeah, I hit my mouth and a bit too hard. <laughs> my hands are sensitive. <laughs> I, it's it's weird with the hands with the weak. Thing. It's the finger spaghetti. <laughs> collapsing the most destructive part of any podcast. I can believe that. Yeah, just just seems to be be how it works. So yeah, this is this. I mean, idle games. I'm just looking at them. You know, idle games are lazy by nature, but. Honestly, I don't know why I'm doing it on a PS4. <laughs> that doesn't seem like the optimal console. Yeah. Oh yeah, can we play anything? No, because I've got the idle game going. Imagine an idle VR game. <laughs> oh my god. It's a headache simulator it's... 2020. Yeah, you just put the head- helmet on and just watch it play itself. It's just like... Yeah. Put the, put the helmet on, go to bed, and then just open your eyes every now and again just to check that it's still working. <laughs> Dude, um, freaking... Let's get Simant VR, the game that plays itself. Oh yeah! Oh, that'd just be, just be awful. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't do that. That's oh, no, no. Let's get some interactivity in our lives. Let's level up this podcast, maybe. Yeah. That was an awful segue. How about that? Well, I'm here. Well, let's let's do it. This is the Immaterial Gamers it... Podcast. Not an idle game. Not an idle game. I mean, Definitely podcasts not. are basically the idle games of videos, though. Yeah. But is it really idle? I mean, you still have input. Yeah, you but still like, gotta if, show you're, up, if you're put watching it, you don't even have to look at it. Yeah, all you have to do is click to the window every now and again to check that it's still going. Yeah. Even, even you know... You don't even have to do that if you can still hear it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I listen to podcasts as I go to bed. But I listen to podcasts as I go to bed. Generally wrestling ones. Okay. Because it's oh, always yeah, funny but... to just hear someone's batshit opinions about a batshit crazy storyline. Oh, you yeah, have like Desert Bus or whatever. Uh, de- hey, Desert Bus. Do you ever do you ever wake <laughs> up and, and like the first thing you're doing is you're suplexing your pillow and you're like, "Why? Why did I do that? What? What's happening? Where am I?" Uh, I may have may have put my duvet in the sharpshooter. Um, it's just Put a my thing. duvet in the sharpshooter. Yeah, that sounds like a euphemism for doing something that I don't want to <laughs> describe. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Jesus Christ, marriage counseling. I just want to go back to the times where I put my husband in the figure four. No, <laughs> just the just the the the, the counselors just there with their pen and they're just going remove programming from life, and then uh, you know any suplexes are out of the window. <laughs> I. Look, look, I, I've just come from the fact that there's currently a storyline going on in the wrestling involving who's the father of the pregnant wrestler. That doesn't seem Wait. safe. You shouldn't do that. She you doesn't wrestle. Be, pregnant. Okay, I was going to say, well, is she a wrestler then? No, I mean, if she's pregnant. Uh, yeah, well, she she is a wrestler, but she's pregnant, so. Not in there, not in story, so. because she's because she's actually pregnant. On hiatus. Hmm. Yeah, because she's actually pregnant, she's not allowed to be in the ring. Which is compared to, and I can't believe I'm saying this, back in the 90s where they had pregnancy storylines where the wrestler in question wasn't pregnant, so they always had to find an out. Like pile driving her through a table. I'm not joking, we keep going back to the old Attitude Era where there was a storyline involving an old woman who gave birth to a hand after complications with pregnancy. Man, the drugs... Are strong with these ones. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, introductions. Um, I'm Rain. I'm not a hand. Proof. And, uh, we've also we've. Picture uh, didn't uh, happen. Prove, prove that you are not a hand. Uh, Facebook with the Clue HQ picture that we had from the escape room that we successfully completed. Um, also with me this week is Duncan, who is um, probably not a hand. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I'm also okay. not an old. I'm not a, also. I'm also not a pregnant old lady. Yeah. So that's that's good. Yeah, and then we've also got uh, we've also got Andrea. Hi. Who's uh, also disputedly not a hand. I'm actually a foot. Ah, there we go. And then far away from defect. my hands you can get. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, finally we've got D, who's not handsy. Uh-huh. <laughs> no touch. <laughs> oh man. So uh, oh yeah, we've also got the bird. Cameo appearance by Kibo. Yeah. The Conyer. Yeah. I'll keep that one in. 
just just so we can we can do that. So uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a week of gaming. Allegedly, I, that's allegedly. debatable. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a conference that went on by Sony. There was the state of play. Uh, most of this most of the weeks have been spent with people making goose memes because of Untitled Goose Game. It's it's just a, a thing. Uh, like we were saying to the, I was saying to the guys on the podcast, there's a video going around of a man who's played MTG Arena and did a video of the goose stealing one of his magic cards. The goose is everywhere. The goose the is go- taking over. The goose is life, and life is the goose. Shrek's so, got some competition. <laughs> yeah. Hey now, you're a goose star. Honk. Um, Get your honk on. Honk. Get honk. honked. Yes, D. Reminds me of Top Gun. Uh, it's not that goose. Though, actually, now saying that, Top Gun with the horrible goose. This is the content I subscribed for. Yeah. Honk way to the danger zone. Honk way to the honker zone. Honk. So, uh, yeah. We will try and go for a podcast without any more mentioning of the goose. So we will uh, we will get on with uh, with what's been played. No promises. Goose. Damn it. What's been played? We lasted half a second from the <laughs> from the bit. Right. So who shall go first? Let me decide. Andrea. Ah, me. The yes, laundry's beeping. Oh God. She's <laughs> <laughs> She's part robot. Her alarm's just gone off. <laughs> uh, I have just today, actually, for like the past hour, I've been playing Pizza Game. The pizza world's game. The world's worst visual novel. Oh, what? Hold on, hold on. I thought the world's worst visual novel was the uh, KFC tie-in game where you have to date Colonel Sanders. This was made before oh, the KFC no. tie-in game. Oh, oh, okay. It came out, oh. I believe, two weeks ago, and the reason it's called the world's first visual novel, I was about to say, isn't because of its content, but it's arguably because of its content. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What content have we got in this uh, arguably worst visual novel? Well, I have the trailer here for reference, because I've only played an hour of it. Okay. But uh, one of the selling points is that there are over one thousand. 185,000 words, and almost all of them are typos. Oh, oh God. <laughs> My brain. Uh, you, play, oh, of it. you play as Cayenne, like the pepper. And <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> and you are the new personal assistant of the rich CEO, Mr. Aramnes, who is definitely not a murderer. Oh, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> That, that, that totally always not, Doctor Zed. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are you six dateable NPCs, and the yeah. trailer lovingly gives us notes on all of them. Oh, good. So we have the uh, the the previously mentioned Mister Arbnes, who is a murderer. I mean, a rich, handsome CEO. Ah, uh, of course. And Cayenne's notes on him are: he's so cool and aloof and handsome. He's also kind of a cheapskate, but that's why I love him. Actually, I love him because he has money. Absolutely a serial killer. Oh my god, a serial killer, but your main character is a gold digger at that point. <laughs> very low standards. Uh, yeah. it's, it's like, could get a lot of gifts from rich husband? Might also get murdered by rich husband. Uh, I'll take the risk. Actually, uh, it's it's said by the uh, game's lead artist, uh, Mr. Jello Apocalypse, that Cayenne is kind of a terrible person. Which well, it's nice it's nice to see that Mr. Apocalypse has, has given us quite a quite character growth here. Yeah, uh, and there's more to that. I'll get to in a minute. But um, okay, let's see here. We also have uh, Chris, who works at the local cafe. All right, Chris. With uh, oh no. With uh, wonderful notes such as he is a demon, runs a cafe. Is he a, is he a literal demon? Uh, I mean, he's got the horns, so I'd say so. Well, obviously. <laughs> uh, what was he? Yeah, he runs a cafe, has a dark secret, but what could it be? Is it that he's a demon? Oh, he's a demon. <laughs> it says it right there. Oops. Hmm. 
Doesn't let me Fair put enough. things on my tab to get out of paying for them. Oh, that's... Oh, do do I mean, say what Bad. you will, but so far from what I've seen, Chris has some of the best, like, events in the game. Mm. Any relation to Damien from Monster Prom? <laughs> no, it doesn't look like it. Uh, um... Uh, oh, Damien. Your pyromantic pyro-nature. Yeah, no, there's just, like, a scene where he's, like, turning you down. It's like, it's not you, Cayenne, it's me. I need to spend all of my evening writing in my hatred diary this evening. Your hatred diary? Yes, it is where I write down all of my hatred on you people. I'm on volume 27. Am I in it? Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no no other context, just yes. <laughs> it's just That's a pause. To know. It's just a pause. And then it's just, yes. <laughs> oh, God. And who, who else do we have? Uh, we have Lamp. Too cool for school. Hmm. And, uh, Kyan's notes on her are, a uh, huge bully, master of twisted, that's not a thing. Lamp is in my driver's ed class, always calling me a loser. Ugh, I can't stand rude pupple. The lampshade is cool, though. I- <laughs> This is just- I- I- this, this almost sounds like someone just decided to go, Oh, you know what? What do I like? Hmm. Vodka bottle- Butterfly nightstand, fan, glass. Yeah, you know what? These all go together. It's charm anime. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... I mean, it is all a big joke. Yeah, it's a guess, lovely that's... joke, though. I mean, yeah. One of the other selling points in the trailer was that you could adjust the volume. So, <laughs> you know, you would be surprised at how many video games really constrict your ability to. Con- affect the volume of the game. <laughs> like, uh, you can get the very beginning when you like bottles. Jesus. Yeah, that's because of unfortunately, and I have to say this, Gearbox, love you as a games company, love Borderlands, however, get your shit together, please have the volume options reflect when you launch the fucking game, not when you just get to the main menu. Many a time, I've ha- I've been just sat there minding my own business, letting the game launch, and then you just hear the massive gearbox. Gearbox. <laughs> then just turn down the volume of the application. I ju- I just push the launch button and just throw my headphones anywhere. <laughs> though it's though it's funny because I then go to like you know just go to the kitchen to get a drink, and in the living room I'm on my own. And I just hear the muffled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, 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 just mad. So anyway, are there any other features of this game? Does it like, a, does it have a selling point that uh, lets you adjust the brightness? No, there is not. Unfortunately, oh. ruined. Zero out of ten. No sale. <laughs> we do have three other <laughs> eligible datable NPCs though. Ah, oh, including okay. one whose bio I actually hadn't completely read until just now. Oh, go for it. So we have a sensei. Sensei. Hot for teacher? Ew, no, pick a different route. My driver's (laughs) head instructor. What even is this guy? Some kind of mutant? There are wheels where his legs should be? Uh, okay. And that's that's all Uh, it says. Questions have been raised. Questions for which there are no answer. Yeah, this is this is a this is a bizarre game, and I assume this just operates like any other visual novel at this point. Yep, reams lists, of reams of text. Lists under um, the lists under the gameplay. It's a visual novel, so there isn't any. Click to advance the yeah. dialogue. Yep, click to advance the dialogue until points where the dialogue doesn't advance until you make either a binary or tertiary choice. Yep. Yep. That's that's how things go. Actually, uh, the example in the trailer that was given for picking an option was uh, an option where all it says in the dialogue box is just Karate Chop Mr. Nays. And you have four options that are all Karate Chop Mr. Nays. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So many options. Which one to choose? I'm going to go number two. Uh, actually, yeah. for in the tutorial in the game for making choices, you're supposed to convince the secretary at Mr. Nace's company that you are not a spy sent in by Linux. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. Damn in you, con- Linux. It makes sense in context. Linus um, has gone too far. Um, Damn penguin. 
But basically, so your your two options are I am a spy or I am not a spy. If you hit I am a spy, you get two more options, which are I'm from eight generations of spies or I was just kidding. If you say you were from eight generations of spies, Kayan just goes, it's okay, not everyone's good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It would have been better if she just said she was Monica. (laughs) Just Monica. Yes, Monica. I'm gonna play my harmonica. <laughs> we... oh, please. Actually, uh, is that a, is that a barbershop quartet with just Monica's? Is it just called a harmonica? Really? Get out. <laughs> four, four Monicas, all singing. Yep. It's a it's a Monica. Um, so so based on the small amount of time that you played, is it bizarre enough for you? Yes. I mean the the trailer on my own sells me. Because, again, that's like 90% of what I've been talking about, because that's mm-hmm. where I get my most of my context. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can basically get the gist of it from the trailer. And honestly, it feels like one of those games that I would just gather a bunch of you for and just just have a nice long play of it, because I feel like it'd be at its best with greater numbers of people. Mm. I have their reactions to it. Sort of. Yeah. Let's, let's say with this with this Discord streaming thing, it's just opened up anything that we can actually do nowadays. Yeah, so it's like... It really is an ah. excellent feature. It's just like, the fact that there's like, basically no delay at all. It's, 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 it is exactly the same amount of delay as just you talking. Yeah. You know, you know like when you do your syncing on the, on, for the Jackbox plays and all that, it's like, one, two, literally, three, one, two, three. as you're talking, it, it counts, like... You know, there's no like one move down, two move down, three move down. It's like one, completely two, three, in time. Two. Yep. Yeah. So. Lockstep. Just to uh, wrap up with our dateable characters, however, we also have uh, Keen, the delivery boy next door. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, notes are oh, a normal one. <laughs> <laughs> Works at the pizza place. Keen's a nice guy, but recently he's being framed for murder, and honestly, that sounds like too much drama. But he does have tickets for my favorite boy band. Right, hold on. So him being framed for murder, that's the normal one. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, there's, there you go. There's an entire scene where, where Mr. Nays is like, I will not be framed for murder in my own home. And the scene just changes to like a street outside and it's just like, much better. Let's proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Though this this is not the place I need to be accused at. No, this makes more sense. Okay, it's like that ass step skit where it's just like you want to take this outside. It's like yeah, well, let's go. And it's like this was a it's a really nice evening out. This was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> this music is too depressing. Do, 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 do. Ah, ah, much more jovial. <laughs> Helps get the darkness away. That was actually uh, a plot point of fruit baskets. I think I'm about to get called for food. Okay. Alright, well, I'll wrap up with a rubit here. Yep. There's the phone. There it goes. Hello. Uh, Rubit has been christened as the mascot character. Some sort of rabbit cop? Yours are so cute. Rubit is trying her best to blend in with normal people, but it's it's hard because she is almost definitely from outer space. The only good character. Oh, the the so out there that that's the only route to take character. <laughs> There's also uh, Cayenne's roommate Johnny, who does not have a playable route, and it honestly makes me a little sad. But he is voiced by Antfish, so that's cool, I guess. Oh, of Team Four Star Infamy. Yes, I didn't know who he was before I looked him up forty minutes ago. Oh, currently plays my plays my favorite character in uh, in Final Fantasy Machina Bridged because he's Barrett. Yeah, no, it's it's great though because like I kind of figured he must have been a big deal because in game characters also have bios that Cayenne's written, and mm. at the end of uh, Johnny's, it's like also he's voiced by Anthony Sardina, I I guess, and I'm like, oh, that probably means he's important. Mm, yep. Oh, Team Four Star. Should really actually get round to finishing Machina Bridged. Yeah. Also, I probably should have waited to bring up that last point until Duncan was back. <laughs> From getting his McDonald's. Ah, he'll he'll return, and this is this is the point where we can just like talk about stuff for a few seconds until he until he comes back. I'm back. Ah, perfect. <laughs> Duncan, did you know that Antfish is in Pizza Game? 
Hey, from uh, TF Team Four Star. It's from TF Two. Yeah, from oh, Team Fight Team Fight Four Star. <laughs> team Fight Four Star. Oh, if they, if they could do that, if we could just get Team uh, Team Four Star to just play TFT, they'd uh, they'd probably do it a damn sight better than anyone else. Anyway, um, yeah, right, I so. watch your Team Four Star is um, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Machina Bridged is one to watch. I've heard people telling me Helsing Ultimate Bridged. Oh, actually, no. Mm. Helsing's pretty funny. I've seen Helsing. Mm. I, I was just taking a walk. Stop taking walks! Yeah, no, it's, it's just a closer with um, Kayana's terrible person, which I briefly brought up. Ah, uh, yes, you did. Uh, also, when going over dialogue options, Kayan goes, If there's anything I learned... Earned in boy college, it's that you should always pick the option that people like most. You know, like a psychopath. These people's lives mean nothing to me. Oh, oh my god, absolutely hateable. <laughs> the yeah. perfect uh, self-insert for a dating simulator. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's also Inner Cayenne, who's basically Cayenne's conscience, except not... Because according to the uh, Pete's Game launch party that they had, which was basically live-streaming the first few hours of the game, mm. according to Mr. Jello Apocalypse, Inner Cayenne isn't actually Cayenne's conscience. It's like a parasite that's kind of latched onto her, so... <laughs> oh, great. So she's a... Uh, go uh, No. Oh, I don't remember. Stargate. Anyone watch Stargate? Nope. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> where's my, where's my wow. when you need him? Where's my when you need him? Okay. You got shit. Talking man. about the guys that um, are the ones that have the weird like parasites inside them, not parasites, like symbiotic. They get the ghoul. Yeah, symbiotes. Yeah, the ghoul. The symbiotes from the ghoul. Yeah. Cheers, D. And um, epic save. Yeah. Woo. Critical, critical success. Right. So we've had weird visual novels, and we're going to move on to <laughs> D. I uh, started Borderlands Three, but the game from the Humble Bundle I've been playing is Cat Quest. Cat Quest. Yes. Please continue. You would like the namings of stuff because it's a very punny map layout. You basically play a little cat and you go on a little adventure, say, uh, getting armor and swords and stuff to beat monsters up and save people. Sorry, I just had to. Yeah, I just had to. My my grin when you said it was very punny and stuff like that was basically a Pennywise Scarsguard grin. <laughs> Uh, just, just that one that just keeps going. It's like uh, the one of the mobs you got to fight out in the ocean is called Cat-thulu. Cat-thulu? Cat 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 Yeah, the nice. capital is Cat Beetle. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. This you know what so, I mean. This is this is low hanging mute. I mean, uh, fruit. The, yeah, the um, you can play after you've done the storyline first time. You've got the M E W, so the mu. What adds a uh, modifiers? Mew Mew Game Plus. Well, no, there's New Game Plus, but there's Mew Game. Basically, you have five modifiers that you can activate. Mm. What makes the mobs harder? You wear, you're naked, so you can't gain any armor. Another modifier you can't get any. Your you don't level up, so you, you're level one through the entire thing. The other uh, one is what kind of RPG do you not level up in? Basically, there's, you have to use the armor. Some to get the achievement, you need to get the armor. You walk around with just armor on, defeating the like level hundred mobs. Okay. What well, was hard? Really hard. Uh, what was the other modifier? There's one way you can just carry armor across, but you don't gain any armor bonuses for it because the the new modifiers. There's a unique armor set that you can get from it if mm. you complete it with up to three modifiers. Oh yeah, nine lives is the other modifier. You have nine lives because you're a cat. Yeah. Uh, so, you got to choose up to three modifiers. To, well, if you want to get the armor, the, the achievement I haven't got, what is detaining the old master set, you need to play it three times through the main story bit, and you need to play it with one, two, and three modifiers. Okay. The naked, uh, the naked one isn't as hard as having no levels, because le- every time you level up, you gain a little bit of health, one magic, one damage. Mm. With that modifier, you have to work on the armor you got that you have. That's it. And there's like dungeons that go up to level ninety nine, level stuff like that. There's actually one that's level two hundred. That one's pain. But yeah, you run around like a little city, saving cats and beating mobs up. 
But it's all in one open world, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, and you learn water walking and flying at one point. Um, what opens it up? Like, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, you just start walking across or the water. Or Naruto. But yeah, you walk across the water to the um, GM island called the Founders. And they give you, a, like, their armor is a freaking two-piece suit. So yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, basically, you gain the armor. Like Hitman. Yeah. Um, as you get, oh, don't worry, the ultimate armor is uh, Courage, Faith, and something else. It's a Triforce armor, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like, Faith gives you a little red dot on your foot. Courage makes, gives you no sword at all. And then the other one gives you, like, a tight, a belt. But they're actually pretty freaking decent. Like, the stats are ridiculous to make up for it. So, mm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically, you do a little dungeons and stuff. And I played it for about eight hours and didn't get a freaking achievement. Because um, a lot of the achievements are complete the game. Complete the game with the modifiers. That's how achievements used to be in the day. Because they didn't used to do stuff like that. Achievements. Well, there's 12 the, achievements. The main thing was to just beat a game. Well, the 12 achievements are super. Uh, reach level 99, clear all 52 dungeons, complete all the main quests, complete all the side quests, obtain all 7 skills, obtain 66 armor and weapons, well, basically all the armor and weapons in the game, mm. beat the meal game with the modifier, with the 5 different modifiers, and the last one is get the all armor set. So yeah, you don't. You don't gain a level for like. You don't get an achievement for. Turning the game on, you've got to get through like hundred levels, beat in, do all the quests, all the dungeons. So yeah, it's a fun little game if you know what I mean. Just don't expect to get achievements really quickly. I mean, back in the day, all the cool achievements were like you know games that made you play the game in a different way than you would normally do hmm. it. You know, yeah, play with these handicaps, do these things along the way. You know, but figure yeah, the... out what this cryptic hint means and. Do something weird in the game. Let me tell you, in my time, I've definitely learned how to differentiate an achievement that's fun and makes sense in comparison to a, a bullshit one. Uh, yeah, but just as like an example of bullshit achievements, uh, and then Harvey Harvey's New Eyes, which is an adventure game that I love dearly. Ninety percent of its achievements are just do this thing over and over again infinitum until you get the achievement. Oh, like in um, one of the annoying ones, the Dungeon Defenders. Do the special delivery, kill a thousand things, but they didn't give you the thing for ages because it's booked out. You all know the bullshit achievement, don't you? Yeah, like uh, video gaming's most bullshit achievement. The uh, Simpsons. The time. Mo- oh, go, go, go ahead. I was going to say the Simpsons movie game. I had an achievement. Yep. I thought for were pushing only... start. <laughs> I thought those were only for Nintendo consoles. No, it was, uh, a, it was an Xbox Simpsons game. Uh, the other. It was literally yeah. you push start. And there's your achievement. I mean, I think Pizza oh. Game has an achievement for starting the game that's just titled Instant Regret. <laughs> with a description of how do you refund a digital download. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's like one of the games, uh, I got an achievement in one of the games, for launching the game. Not playing it, getting to the start screen. Wow. It's like, it's like wow. You've launched the game, good, good for you. <laughs> Oh, classic. So, uh, yeah. So we yeah. got we've we've uh... got a, a story quest. Well, both of us have had, that's both of us have had like a story adventure, but that's a hmm. uh, that's a novel. This is more uh, you're a cat and you're in a cat empire and you've got to be a hero mm-hmm. and yeah. save the day from the evil dragon dudes. Woo! <laughs> that is the main things. The drag you're a dragonborn. That's the big. <sighs> Dragonborns. So you have to beat dragons up. Of course you do. So, uh, yeah. What epic adventures have you been on, Duncan? Well. Scary ones. I say in between uh, mouthfuls of a double hamburger from McDonald's. Oh, that is an adventure. <laughs> Dollar a saver, man, you. Well, I suppose the only games I really have to talk about for this week uh, are the ones that I've been playing with uh, my loving sister. Hi. <laughs> for our- for our upcoming thematic monthly special treat. <laughs> the Immaterial Gamers Spooktober 2019. Yeah, so so far we've completed two games. The first and the last. We're doing this uh, quadratic style. First, nice. outer, inner, last. 
<laughs> so, I guess, which one do I want to talk about? Um, what do you think, Andrea? Uh, you, 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 you pick one. I'll, I'll focus on one. Uh, I'm gonna. The Godfather. No, no spoilers. We haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay. I know I've been playing it a lot, but we haven't got to it. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna find a coin. <gasps> I've got plenty oh, on no. idle champions of the Forgotten Realms here. There's just coins littering the floor. Okay, I got, I got one. Okay, so okay. Misa will be heads for Misa's decapitated head. <laughs> got it. It's heads. Well, in that All right, case, so let's, it's Misa. <laughs> let's let's talk about Misa. So, uh, it's not a soup, uh, which you may be thinking it is, but it's definitely not. He named the recording file Miso Soup on, nice. on OBS. Yes. I, I honestly forgot that I did that, but yes, that's funny. <laughs> so Miso is a very uh, short form, uh, sort of 2D, 2.5D, Japanese style, like point and click adventure horror game. Okay. I mean, there's uh, no pointing it's... or clicking. Well, I mean, adventure game? I don't know what you'd call it. Go it's adventure game. game. <laughs> sure. Very short. It's only like. If you know what you're doing, it takes like you know, two hours, an hour and a half, to, like an hour and a half, two hours to beat it. It probably. If you don't know, you know, maybe a couple hours more. The the definitive version is very vague compared to the original. Like, um, hi, this just became a joint thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it happens. But so there is a character, Miss Library, who's in both versions, and throughout any point in either version, you can ask her for hints about what to do next. Right, Where okay. this differs, however, is in the original, she'll, if you haven't started certain quest lines, she'll be like, hey, have you tried doing this? Have you tried doing that? Like, she'll just go through a list, just listing out all the things that you could be doing right now. She doesn't mm. do that in the definitive release. She'll only give you help if you're in the middle of a quest line. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God, I don't even Spook. know what's just being put there. <laughs> That's my cup. Spooky. Mm. So it's lovely. I handcarved that. It's very, ah. it's very nice. And that's with the cookie ah. filter. Okay, tell, don't show. <laughs> There's pumpkins. Uh, yeah, all right. I, I did a jack skeleton pumpkin a couple of years back. That's the Oh, picture. yes. The one that we mentioned in one of the recordings that we've done that's not come out yet. Yeah. Mm. Need to get back to, to Stefan to make sure there's some progress on that to and there's another alternate filter. logo. <laughs> nope. That does a lot for me. Yeah. It's basically nope. the same photo, but two times. So, pumpkins, pumpkins, and pumpkins. So, yes, um, Misao. 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 Uh, so anyway, this, the, the basic premise is that you're in, like, a Japanese high school. I mean, you know, ostensibly Japanese. I don't even know if it's explicit or not, but, uh, it's a, anyway, you're in a high school. Uh, some girl named Misao, uh, has gone missing for some time. Like three months. Three months. And uh, just as you're wondering what's happened to her, uh, it turns out that she has died and that she is haunting the school. She throws the entire high school and its population into another dimension full of horrors and spookies and monsters. Its entire population is a... it's it's a loose term. There's like six kids. (laughs) Yeah, there's like six floors in the school and there are three classrooms. (laughs) I don't even... it's like like Japanese wayside. I made that joke several times. It is classic um, Japanese RPG... High school systems, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Persona. You know there's supposed to be a high school full of students there. <laughs> but you interact with, like, the same ten. Yeah. To be Maybe fair, 12. in five, there was a good variety. Yeah, there was, yeah, they, there was more they, they were They were silhouettes, but they existed. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I think it may also be like, um... Oh, God. Class Tokyo Mirage Sessions. There's what? like there's there's the main characters, and then there's just silhouettes. It's Ruby. It's series <laughs> one Ruby. <laughs> well, no, it's like um, there's the whole three E thing from Assassination Classroom. Yes, Miso. <laughs> so Miso, Miso. I, we're so she so she throws the school into another dimension, and she and her you know demon otherworldly demon cohorts all start haunting and systemically destroying all of your, your fellow classmates. Um, you slowly discover that maybe it's actually okay, because as it turns out, most of your classmates were a bunch of fucking assholes anyway. I could oh, deserve better, Duncan. While, 
Hawal took Hawal took turns bullying and or abusing Misao in some way or another. Ayaka died for our oh, okay. sins. And um, yeah, it's um, it was it it's so yeah. Your your whole the whole idea is that you're trying to gather um like relics of Misao Misao's belongings or Misao herself in the original. Yeah, the the original it's like literally parts of Misao that you're putting together. Uh. In the definitive edition, the only thing that's actually a part of her are her hands. The rest is just stuff that she owned. Okay. You basically offer them up to an altar uh, and try and Bludge- put her soul to rest. Bludgeon your teacher over the head with a baseball bat. It's a good time. Ah, oh, just everything that you would normally do in school. Yeah. That's- so, yeah. You deserved it most of all. Mm. Kind of reminds me of Duncan Rumper. <laughs> Not quite, no. Oh, Duncan yeah, maybe we could talk about that sometime. But uh, we'll get to that hell when we get yeah, there. It's a fairly, yeah. it's a fairly simple <laughs> game. Uh, you know, it's a, you know, a little spooky, a little you know, good atmosphere. But uh, you know, uh, if you're like, if you're like, not really that into horror games, like I am, it's mm. a good little experience because it's like, oh, it'll spook you, but it's not like Resident Evil, like ruin your life <laughs> just for playing it. Kind except, of like, oh, except, fuck, what have I except done? for that one scare. Oh, what? <laughs> The one that the, the 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 student that was at the door that in the classroom. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was yeah. not fair. So like, there's a point where you have to go into the classrooms and slap some flowers onto some of the desks, and as you do, and you have to do three of them. But it's mentioned that there are only three classrooms, so you gotta do one in each. So I was like, oh, there's a classroom right there, buddy. And he's like, oh, okay. So he walks in, and all of a sudden, the ghost of this girl just starts like slowly sliding towards him, and he's like, no, no. No. And he just Speaking ran downstairs. Slowly, it was about walking speed. <laughs> like, it was, like, about the same speed as your character moves. You know, it's just like, oh, and, it, and it's not like she starts from the other side of the classroom. She's, like, six feet away. It's like, oh, fuck! <laughs> it just immediately back out the door, and then you go back in, and she's gone. It it's took fine. a lot of coaxing to get him to go back in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are, well, another, I guess another a big draw for the game is that there's a lot of, um, ways you can die in the game like <laughs> yeah like it's like straight up king's quest like some are just like regular you know spooky haunting deaths and others are just like outright comical <laughs> the book so it's like the game the game absolutely has a good sense of humor Tekken, please tell them about yes. the book the yeah book. so there's a book you, there's a book in the game uh if you don't read it it will kill you <laughs> what uh, it just it will open up and latch onto your face like a face hugger and just wait until you suffocate <laughs> Oh my god. There's also a getting eaten by a painting. It's uh, actually sounds like an interesting game. And another good one is there's this wall with some blood leaking out of the top of it. Mm. And if you check the wall, a spear just comes down and takes your head. And then your body just falls over. <laughs> oh, this would be the worst for me because I'm a curious bastard. Well, it helps. I want to run through with everything. Well, the thing of it is, is like there's like a there's a, there's a room in the game where you can go and like review all the deaths that you've seen and collected through the game. So, like, obviously they intend for you to explore and try and find as many ways to kill yourself as I possible. I think there's an achievement for and dying in a... every way possible. And oh there's a quick God. save option where, like, it's just like a one-button press quick save. So, anytime you, you know, try to do something that you think might kill you, you just push the button, go do it, see what it's like, and then just move on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a horror game. You know, you know, jump once or twice. Uh, but it's so uh, interesting. I love it. Overall, it's. Uh, I would recommend it. It's it's a great introductory type of game for you know light light horror. There's a reason we started <laughs> with it, Bobby. Bob, no. Yeah. We, um, we still need to do a machine. No machine fix. I don't want machine fix. No, we're not going anywhere near amnesia. You can stop. That is not happening. Honestly, part of me wants to do like just little. Doodles, just tuck in like the thumbnails for the uh, sibling rivalry, Spooktober Spectacular. It's actually better together, but sibling rivalry has better alliteration videos just for fun. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I'm allowed, so. Meh? <laughs> Who knows? Well, yeah. Eh. So, not. Go on, music. So, that's my game. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. Well, I'd say I've played enough of it now for me, for my one, that I've actually now kind of got the Fire Emblem bug. Oh god, it's spreading. Uh-oh. What have you done? I got Fire Emblem Awakening and I've played enough of it now to actually get an idea that I like the game very much. Well, that's the best one. Oh, so. please. Tell all. So, I will say it now. 
because I've never played a Fire Emblem game before, I went casual. I did. I'm not gonna Whatever. judge, man. I don't. I don't play classic. I'm too dumb for that. Yeah. Okay, She's yeah. too baka for that. The record will show. I'm the only person. I'm the, I'm the only one who's let people die in the three houses playthrough. Oh. I mean, I it's, let. Uh, well, no one's died yet. Yes, they Everyone's have. Been like, Did uh, you forget Ignatz? Did Ignatz die? Yeah. Or was it just like, oh, I've been injured. I must go recuperate. He he was the first paradeath we had, because I wanted Hilda and Marianne to live. Man, uh, whatever. That's a shame. If that hasn't happened yet, I don't know where we are because I think we're like episode five. Well, in terms of it, it was well, an six odd. Six will have come out by now. It, it was an odd number, so chances are it might have been that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, got into it. I've got my character, Robin, I think is what it was just the that's, default that's name. That's the default character. name. Yeah, you know. And this is, uh, oh, uh, okay. Game starts with me having a fight with with Chrome. It too, and then Robin? I, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I stab a dude. And then next thing I know, I'm waking up in a field. With the dude you just stabbed. Led by, led by Chrome. Who you just stabbed? Yeah. yeah what is going on? Crumb, and then you wake up and it's like, oh, there's Crom. Yeah. I guess we're so, all gucky. You know. Yeah, so this this seems to play the way that these, I'm guessing these newer Fire Emblems happen, uh, sort of an overworld where there's short breaks in shopping with fights. And uh, yeah, classic Fire Emblem game mechanics. Move on a map, look at danger zones, try and take the biggest advantage of the opponents you're facing in order to get the best XP you can for the people who need to level up when they do. Don't die. You know, it's it's all good. But um yeah. I'm trying to think in the in the storyline, where have I Oh yeah, I encountered Marth for for about the third time. Now, just so because I don't have much Fire Emblem knowledge, didn't wasn't Marth originally a male? Or have yeah, I got it completely so... wrong? Why would you say that? So Fire Emblem Fire Emblem's a weird game. So, at times it has sort of the Final Fantasy quality of, like, every game has the same name and shares common elements, but they're all essentially different worlds, different universes. Like Persona. Yeah. Like Sid. But, like Sid. Yeah, but they don't always follow that rule to a T. No. Like, some games are interrelated and take place on the same world at different times, etc. Like Persona. Okay. Yeah. Like the GBA one, uh, like the GBA Fire Emblem, which is just called Fire Emblem. Yeah, uh, good creativity. It's a prequel to the game that um, Roy is originally from, which was a Japanese exclusive. I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the like second or third game. Uh, in the Fire series, Emblem, the early one. Comma, no colon, the one that Roy was in. Yeah, that's its Fire canon Emblem. name. Yeah, that's, that's actually the, that, that's the name. So, uh, so in the in the case of Fire Emblem Awakening, it does indeed take place on the same world as. Uh, the one that Martha's from, which was like I believe the original Fire Emblem, mm. like he's the OG blue-haired lord. Uh, you know, the OG blue-haired lord. Yes, Crom's still uh, the best one, though. But it is like way in the future, for like a thousand years in the future from that setting, and it's effectively like like the the political landscape and everything is like so very different. The actual from landscape that it's, if, that it's effectively. <laughs> That it's effectively completely a, d- a different world, but there are some references to that element. Uh, okay. For example, the the this character who I don't know if she, her real name has been revealed yet, but this character who calls herself Marth is uh, essentially she takes that moniker from that that ancient hero of legend known as Marth. Right. Yeah, so I it, haven't. She, she is referring to the original answer. Marth. Right. Okay. There's also uh, so I guess but, a character. In- I guess that all. Sorry, go on. Ah, there's also a character introduced later on who makes specific reference to Marth. Right, okay. Yeah, there's another character who comes up later who is like is a character who was from the original game, was like an ally of Marth's at the time. She's a really good unit. Right. You should try to get her if you can. Oh, I certainly will try to get her. So yeah, because I haven't learned her actual name yet, but the other thing that that point that that makes me feel like then is that it's almost like Link. So the hero of time business is just like... Oh, there's so many yeah. different storylines, and you know they all happen to be called Link. So, just, yeah, uh, there's there is, it's kind of like that, except there really only was like one Marth. Right. Besides, we can't okay. make that comparison because Nintendo will never have the guts to make Link a girl because it will make the fandom cry. 
for some yeah. reason. Yeah, they'll just they'll just <laughs> add Linkle as DLC into Breath of the Wild and Hyrule Warriors. Make it happen. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, I say a few chapters in. I like the sort of idea that you know you can push through the main storyline if you if you want. You can do the side quest if you want. You can buy a stinking box and just place it on a random portion of the map and then face. High levels of risen, that, if you want. That's what I do to force yep. people to get married. Yeah, yeah. The support mechanic in this game is the definitive addition of the series, in my opinion. Yeah, I do. I do like that the su- the support conversations and the barracks, and the fact that you know there's the 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 world map updates, either through story progression or real or time. Through real time. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like, and I don't, and I don't know how much. Um, uh, how how much you know, or if you've read into it at all, but mm-hmm. suffice to say that the the support mechanic and and getting getting characters married in particular is a, a, a gameplay element that has huge ratifications and huge consequences down the down the road. Oh. quick, Ryan, who's your best unit right now, or overall? Uh, I don't know. It's a matter of opinion. Or your favorite? I don't yeah. care. I'm trying to think of my favorite my favorite unit so far. Oh God. You know, I think it just has to be Chrome. Teach their own. Yeah, just just as I mean, it is. I mean, a solid unit. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, moderately high strength, good speed, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, oh god, that's probably the first cavalry unit that you get that's not Frederick. Uh, who is that? Is that Sully? Sully, yeah. Sully's Sully. good. I've always been I've always been a fan of the faster cavalier characters. Mm. I'm still. There's generally there's a lot of uh, archetypical. Repetition throughout the Fire Emblem games. One of the big archetypes is two cavaliers. You'll generally have <laughs> yes, exactly two cavaliers. Two cavaliers. Yeah, you'll start the game off with usually two cavaliers, and one of them will be more of a faster cavalier. One of them will be a lot more Tanky. strength and defense. Yeah, yeah. See, and, like, y'all hence Frederick and Sully. No, 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 not Frederick and Sully. Tut, tut, tut. Stall. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna die on a hill for stall. Uh, Don't diss stall. him like this. Uh, now, Frederick Frederick is a whole other thing where he's uh you know there's often like another big archetype in Fire Emblem is that you'll always have like one unit that you start the game off with who's like pre-promoted and has you know crazy high stats. It's basically just sort of like a noob crutch where it's like if you yeah. really have no idea what you're doing and you get overrun if you get overrun you have one OP unit that you can use to sort of mitigate your losses. Yeah, it just works for me. Throughout the early games, it was a big it was a big thing that that unit was like generally not a very good unit. They're just they just have like a bit of a boost yeah. to them. But they but they fall off in the late game. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't use him in every situation. He's sort of my get out of jail free card if yeah, it, stuff it, goes wrong. In more in more recent games they've made it so that the you know your your pre promoted unit is a little bit more useful in the late game. Well I mm. mean they just have to, you just have to wait for them to catch up. In Fates, they solved it by killing him and making it so you couldn't get him until the later half of the game. So, I don't know, but I guess you also had Jacob. Mm. Never mind, and Jacob's, like, good all the way through. Yeah, and um, one of the things that I like to do with uh, that unit in Awakening in particular, again, it's, like, the best game of the series, uh, mm. uh, is that with the pair-up mechanic that lets you, you know, put unit two units on top of each other and give each other... Boot stat boosts. Yes. One great thing you can do with that unit is if you don't like use him in combat, you can put him as an ally for one of your weaker units, maybe one who is kind of lacking in the defensive stat, mm-hmm. and uh, you know give them a little bit of boost to their defense, their movement. She's you know he's a great uh, assist. He's a great support unit for you know. Like healers and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I personally or, use them as typically a, not very robust. Specifically, the Lisa Defense Squad trademark symbol. Yeah, exactly. it's a squad of one. Fact. I guess two if you count the horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give the horse some credit. He's he's doing his best. Poor horse. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be definitely playing more of it. I'll see how the the rest of the game goes because that's my entrance into Fire Emblem, and you know, want to make it a good one. So. I've actually really heard of Fire Emblem before. It's yeah, it's it's different sort of a tactical RPG. In, yeah. In in the way that it even sets itself out apart from other tactical RPGs, so you know, 
It's it's well, it is uh, it is the OG tactical RPG. Yeah, yeah. The pretend. I think it came up before Final Fantasy Tactics. Hmm. Trying to actually think. Oh, they're both around. But, oh uh, yeah, it definitely. Uh, Fire Emblem came out in like ninety, and Tactics didn't come out till uh, like ninety seven. Yeah. Oh god, all I can think of right now is um when I was when we were talking about the uh, elemental systems in Final Fantasy, and mm. we we had this big conversation about it and how like they always trip me up because I assume fire is good against ice, not water. Or yes, fire is good against ice. Oh wait, no, my brain's all scrambled. But my point was yeah, it's, it's... my point was um. Just something about the weakness system in Final Fantasy didn't make sense to me, and I was like, it should be like Shin, Shin Megami Tensei and Persona. That stuff makes way more sense. Mm. And Duncan's just like, but Final Fantasy's older. Uh, as it turns out, like... Persona or the Shin Megami Tensei series is older by like a few months. Yeah, like they barely beat Final Fantasy to the punch. Yeah, there's some two Yeah, and then their weird first-person views where you didn't see anything other than static images of the mobs you were facing. Like Fantasy Star as well. Jesus. I still like a plushie of the jo- uh, Jack Frost or the pumpkin guy. Um, yeah. Oh, Pyro Jack. Pyro Jack or Jack Lantern if you played Persona 5 because the name needed to be longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I actually do. The Jack, the Jack Brothers. I still want to play the first, I guess, technically three Persona games. I've played a little mm. bit of one of the versions of two. But I think because PlayStation Which decided, I think because was it was it not so that mean you played right? Yeah, that's that's an SMT game, Lucifer's Call as it was known over here, Nocturne yeah. as it was known everywhere else in the bloody world. Yeah, yeah, no. But uh, I don't think I'll yeah, I don't think I'll be playing Persona One though because I think um, Sony shut down the PS Vita's eShop, which was the only yep. place I could get it. Yep. Bastards. Uh, I've still got my copy of, um, well, I've still got a copy of Persona 3 FES. I have, I think Portable's still installed on my Vita. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Right. Well, we need to move this on. Because I'm going to work soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, so the spot call question, we've got five minutes to talk about it. Oh boy. The spot call question. So, this is based off on the news. I gave the guys the question beforehand. I've not you know, sprung it on them. and give a bit of time to think about it. But this is based on the news that Sony had had their State of Play conference this week or last week. And one of the announcements was The Last of Us Part 2. Naughty Dog have just decided, you know, years down the line, they make games. So here we go. The continuation of that franchise. But they also announced that... The game was going to be on two Blu-rays, making it, in the diplomatic way, fucking huge. <laughs> I'm sorry, Persona 5, you have a run for your money. Yeah, and that they also were going to cancel the previously announced multiplayer experience that was going to be in the game. And that led to fan backlash up the wazoo. I'm shocked. You know, basically going, oh, this has ruined The Last of Us. How can it have, a, you know, no multiplayer, blah, 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 blah. Okay, personally, I have to start by saying it's a single-player narrative experience. So the question I gave to the uh, to the rest of the Immaterial Games here was, is there really a need to shoehorn multiplayer into otherwise single-player experiences? Well, I want to go ahead and come out of the gate playing Devil's Advocate against you and just say... First of all, that's a horrifically loaded question. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that I have bias. The the I mean the implication here is that you know yeah it's like you know the the implication by using the term shoehorn is that you are automatically assuming that the the multiplayer you know uh, doesn't work inherently or does or or is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So you know the what one would be considered a shoehorn experience would be would be subjective and it would be it would vary by case. Yeah, I mean, does The Last of Us need a, a multiple experience to exist and to be as good as you know, as, as, as it possibly as it... could be? Maybe not. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's sorry. Go on, Andrea. Go for it. Oh, well, um, 
I, pre- I just think it's kind of like a case-by-case basis, like, just to use some examples of games we've talked about today that are single-player. Pizza Game is a game that will never need multiplayer because it's a visual novel, so as for the genre, except for some games, like Monster Prom, it's completely mm. unnecessary. But for games like Fire Emblem, it isn't required, but say, like, a co-op mode would be cool, where you both have a band of units that you try to take down a mutual target with, for example. Mm-hmm. It's like when we played, um, went through Tales of Symphonia. You only, realistically, we had to, one person controlled Lloyd, that controlled where we went and what we did. Mm -hmm. But then the combat system was that we are, you didn't have to deal with the stupid AI. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so, yeah. And so I know where you're coming from. That was an interesting way of solving multiplayer in what is essentially single-player games. JRPGs, a lot of the time, were big single-player games. It was interesting for... And to say, it was still... It was added just as a as a thing. Namco Bandai and the Tales development team just added it in. They went for an idea of, what if your friends could join in on the fight if they wanted to? And they did. Yeah, because I was rain. We had a Nasus or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it didn't change, you know, how, how that was sort of working. But, you know, like I say, minus the, the shitty AI, the game was still the game at its core. Mm. My concern with stuff like The Last of Us is that in something where it is so character-centric, you know, with Joel and Ellie, they're the main protagonists of The Last of Us, you know, there's such a big focus on them and the world that they're in and the whole Cordyceps virus which is just a horrifying thing of how to take something that occurs in nature anyway and move it to an extreme for those who don't know what the Cordyceps virus is it's based off a fungus that used to infect ants is that the thing the mushrooms in Earthbound are based on? I think it may be something like that what would happen is it would sort of take over, it was like a parasite would take over the host, and it would, in this case of the ants, it would move them away from the colony, and they would just spread elsewhere, mess up everything, and then eventually just die, at which point the fungus finishes off the brain of the ant, grows out, and releases spores, and just carries on. And the, the whole thing with The Last of Us is that it's basically that fungus has been able to take over humans, and that's where these sort of infected zombies, whatever, come from. But yeah, you've got this massive storyline focus, but people don't want to play it because they want to play the multiplayer mode with nameless, faceless characters just killing each other for tins of beans. It's like uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Mm. Which is never yeah. a good comparison to make. No, it's not, but it's the same sort of sort of situation. So, and that's what, and that, now what... what uh, what Activision would say that they've solved that problem is is just by getting rid of the single player narrative completely. Mm. Which uh, now which basically means if you only want, if you want to play a military shooter, you have to play as a competitive deathmatch mm. game. Not that the storylines yeah, of Call of Duty have been great anyway. Minus the uh, I I'm I'm generally not a fan of the trend of moving towards like multiplayer centric games. I mean I know I came out swinging at you just about you know I had good reasons for doing that but in all honesty i do have you know, i do have problems with a, a general trend towards online multiplayer focus in video games mostly because you know i have a personal problem with the idea of a game that has you know a temporary lifespan and like won't be able to exist after a certain period of time has gone by and the game is no longer supported yeah. and when a game depends on central servers from the first party uh, to run and do anything once the game is no longer profitable you know it's like the game just turns off and there's there's nothing more to the conversation it's over yeah you know, no, that, no that real... game that you spent 50 60 70 dollars on it's uh it's you know that's you're not getting your money back from that yeah it's just gone no archival of game history i didn't come here point. to get called out for my splatoon purchase oh rip mm. That's yeah a... it's like i don't mind the the 
the games themselves it's just the way the industry is set up right now they have no recourse for people who want to keep playing the game with a you know a small dedicated group of fans after the game is no longer you know well, popular in the order of millions well, you know well, splatoon has like i think it has not necessarily local multiplayer but i actually don't know mm. i don't know if you'd need the servers open just play a game with your buds yeah, yeah. Just... and that's where i i say that it's less about in my opinion, it, it you know there's fa- factors of uh, you know what the main focus of the game is, whether it's a mainly character-driven story-based narrative. You know, there are, those are factors too. For me, it's less it it's just as, it's as much of the a case by case for the game, but also a case by case for the company and the way it is physically implemented. It's you like, know, it's is like this the... going to what? It's a bit like the. Um... Like the Arkham franchise, you can't really have like a Batman game with with just it's like yeah, have random people. It's like okay, I mean, yeah, there's not really, I mean, cooperative Batman. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But you I think, have, I think like, that's Robin where Rocksteady or... got that focused on. It's like, no, we got this single player Batman game. Oh, we're gonna have a multiplayer mode. No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so it's because it's like you know Batman and Batman. Like I think, uh, I think probably, and this isn't—I'm not just saying this because it's a recency thing—but mm. legitimately, I think that Borderlands Three might be one of the smartest, most organic uh, implementations of mm. uh, multiplayer because it doesn't gameplay. It's the way it scales to the person, not to the yeah, group. Yeah, it's like not a, like you have the you know, the jump in, jump out cooperative experience that you've had for a while, but you also now they've adjusted it so that. Higher level yeah. characters, you know, don't just walk in, murder everything, and leave. Yeah, they they get scaled down appropriately, or their enemies get scaled up, whatever the yeah. case may be, so that you know they're still fighting enemies that are relative not, to their strength, and like you're still you, fighting things that are relative like, to your strength. Well, it's like I'm um, not destiny, the, um, division. Well, yeah, that has you, the same sort of. You, yeah, but if you're on, but if you're playing in world tier, it drags me up to twenty eight. But you can the person who's host, well, the person who's the high level, just basically walks through it, kind of. Yeah. Where okay. It, that's that's the problematic one. Yeah. I mean, the other. I think Borderlands has took its scaling system from New World of Warcraft hmm. expansions, and the fact that everything in World of Warcraft now scales with you. But if you're oh. in a team of group of groups of people of disproportionate levels, it'll level you out. The mobs, yeah, the mobs will still be sufficient if you were sixty-five, as if you were five. Oh. So you know it's it's there, and it does it in a way that it doesn't fall into the trap of Skyrim, where you don't feel like you're actually getting any fucking stronger. Oh, Dark Souls. Else is just getting stronger as well. Oh, the Dark Souls thing. Play Dark Souls for 100 hours and you're like, Yay! I killed the boss! Woohoo! Yeah, that's just because, well, I mean, if it's. I mean, someone would argue that if it's took you hundreds of hours to beat that boss, you've played it wrong up to that point. But who knows? I haven't beat that boss. I've got no <laughs> say in the matter. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's a little bit of talk. That we have. Let's just say, a the little. Spot call questions. Yeah, the spot call questions aren't always going to be unbiased. They may be loaded based on personal biases but still get discussion and I've got a bit more informed decisions about what everyone else thinks. It's very game by game basis. Certain games work well on their own, some work well as a multiplayer. Yeah. I think think I've just been burnt by by shit like Mass Effect 3 which forced you to sit there and play wave defences with people just so you could get the best ending until they brought out the Ultimate Edition. Oh, it was there was a game that annoyed me. Uh, I played like ninety five percent of it on my own, and it goes well. If you want to get a hundred percent, you need to play with others. I think it was Watch Dogs two. Uh. I I went all the way through Watch Dogs on my Todd, and it's like you completed ninety six percent of the game. The last four percent is co op. Really? Oh, well, four percent can go fuck itself. <laughs> Also, also, I like how uh, Ryan, you're just like, yeah, it's good to have uh, the well-informed opinions of others. 
How much water does the opinion of a 17-year-old girl hold? Well, if it scales like everything else, it's the same as the opinions of uh, everyone else. Oh. Ah. Basically, opinions scale just like levels. I understand. Mm. Yeah. Galaxy brain. <laughs> I have no oh idea. God. But uh, I think we best get to the wrap-up for this now, then. Because it's uh, we're running long for a change. Yeah, it's, like really it's long, been over an know? hour. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, to the wrap-up. So, first of all, if you liked what you listened to, do the like, share, subscribe thing and click that bell. Ding, ding. And leave those comments. Yeah, ring-a-ding-ding, typey-type-type. Um, I'm not going to mention the schedule this week because this will come out just before October where the schedule's going to get flipped. It's going to be spooky. In addition, or maybe, yeah... In addition to, or maybe in replacement of, some stuff. Depends on how things are going. Yeah, we've got Spooktober 2019. So, uh, yeah, like I say, it's going to be split into two halves. Half one is Duncan and Andrea. Or Duncan getting provided experiences of horror games by Andrea. uh, of, 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 Of separate games over the next sort of few weeks. On the other half is me playing Resident Evil 7. With whoever wants to watch. And oh. I am enacting the swear box protocol. Which means if I swear, I pay for it. In the form of a charity getting a nice donation. But I'll explain more once we get the, the video set up. Away. For that. And uh, yeah, other than that, check out the social media pages. We do have them. We've got a Twitter. We've got a Facebook. You know, one day I'll set up an Instagram. If I really want to. Uh Snapchat for a material gamers. Ooh. All the updates will disappear in the wind. Material and gamers then, uh, official Tumblr page. They'll, no. <laughs> and <laughs> then, uh, yeah, well, there's not much we could do on there. But uh, yeah, you know, until until next week. Thank you, D. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Andrea. You're welcome. Always nice to be here. And uh, until next week, please, for God's sake, don't jump scare each other. No promises. Oh no no no. Because okay. they might die. Yeah. And then you would have killed someone. And that's our biggest rule. No killing. Yeah. Breaking the rules. We're all we're all Batman in this shit. Batman. 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 See you next Batman. week. Bye. 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 Bye.